This is Norm Holy for WFHB, and today I am interviewing Mr. Joe Taft. He is the founder and the director of the Exotic Feline Rescue, and I'd like to find out uh, a bit about the history. Could you tell us uh, about the beginnings of your... Uh, Yes, I'm Joe Taft. I'm the founder and director of the Exotic Feline Rescue Center in Center Point, Indiana. And I came here in 1991 with two tigers that had been badly abused uh, and a leopard that were all about a year and a half old. Um, went to a realtor and said I was looking for a place with no neighbors, and this is where we ended up. Uh, since then, over the years, we have been a home to well over 400 cats, more tigers than anything else. And currently we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 tigers. Why why so many tigers? Uh, Tigers seem to be or have been the most popular of the big cats when it was popular and easy to have a big cat as a pet. And tigers breed very well in captivity, which is both good and bad for them. So is it more difficult now to, to have a pet? tiger? Uh, It certainly is. The laws have tightened up substantially. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you could buy one of these animals online for as little as $500. And there were tigers ending up in all sorts of places where tigers should have never been. I'm I'm just curious, uh, since the tiger population, wild tiger population is is, I don't know what the exact status is, probably threatened? No, they're definitely endangered. Are, are you doing any breeding there? And do uh, we do not breed them. Uh, and even if we bred them, it would, it would not have an impact on the conservation of wild tigers. Most of the tigers, or virtually all of the tigers here, are what they call generic which means that they are a cross between uh, a number of different subspecies. For instance, we do not have a Bengal tiger here. We have a lot of tigers that have a lot of Bengal in their DNA, uh, but they are not Bengals. They are, you know, if we were talking about dogs, these wouldn't be German shepherds or cocker spaniels. They'd be mutts. What about the importation of, like, tiger skins? Is that legal or not? Well, it hasn't been legal to import tigers or tiger parts uh, into this country for a very long time. So, I, you know, and I don't know that there is a black market for imported tigers. The tigers that we see here are all born in captivity and are born in captivity in this country. I know you've got a new shipment of animals recently. Uh, Yes, we did. We just received 10 animals that were placed here by the state of California that came from a place outside of Los Angeles called the Wildlife Way Station, which has kept animals since... A long time ago, they've been been in existence for over 30 years. And because of a series of unfortunate events, including a forest fire and a flood, they have had to surrender their permits and close down. 
and the state of California, facilitated by an organization called Tigers in America, has placed 10 of those cats here. Uh, and we will be expecting the arrival of another five within the next few days. So the uh, California fires last year, did they kill any of the... Uh... I believe the fires that damaged this facility were in, in, in 17. So that would have been two years ago. So tell us about what you feed the the animals. Well, these these animals are all carnivores, so their diet is strictly a meat diet. We give them beef that comes from local farmers. Local farmers will bring us their down cattle. People will bring us uh, horses that have had to be put down because of broken legs or colic or uh, West Nile virus even. We get roadkill deer from the sheriff's department, uh, and we buy frozen poultry by the semi-load. Now, are you able to, to go out and retrieve animals, like a, like a cow that's down and the farmer doesn't have a truck? No, we don't do that. You have to bring them here, I'm afraid. Could you use a truck or not? No, if you bring them here, we'll be glad to take them, assuming that they're fresh and all. But we don't go pick them up anywhere. We used to, but we don't do that anymore. How many how many visitors do you have typically in a, in a week? I think I think last year we had had a bit over forty thousand. That's quite a quite a lot indeed. Quite, yeah, quite a few. Do you get bus loads coming in, or actually, we have two bus loads of kids from Indianapolis here right this minute. Is that just word of mouth, or do you send out invitations? Well, we've been, we've been here for 28 years, and we have been doing school visits for a long time. So, you know, this is, this is a school that comes here every year. So in the, in the winter, um, do all the uh, cats stay there? All the cats stay here. The, the, the cats are really quite cold-hardy. How many of the cats do the visitors see on, on the tour? Visitors here will see about 50 cats. So what's open to the public is about a third of the facility. We do have an overnight guest room available for adults only. And as an overnight guest, you, you get a com- tour of the complete facility. I know you have special events during the year, what's the pumpkin party? Uh, the pumpkin party is the first Saturday after after Halloween, and we fill uh, pumpkins with meat and give them to the cats, and the cats have a have a great time. They're food-filled toys, and people can come and watch that. Uh, is there any other topic you'd like to? talk about? Well, I certainly like to ask people to come out and visit. You know, people have a good time when they come here, and it's the public support that keeps us here and keeps these cats fed and well cared for. I'd like to thank you very much for your comments. I've been speaking with Joe Taft. Well, thank you for inviting me. And uh, he's the founder and director of the Exotic Feline Rescue. Thank you very much. Okay.